everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Fortnite Story. I'm joined alongside a professional Fortnite player, Mechton. How, you, how is it going, Mechton? Pretty good, man. Just vibing. Yeah. I, I like the, the background I was telling you beforehand. I like the setup. That's uh, a nice one. I'm not a, a huge fan of RG, RGB lights, but that's tasteful. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big RGB guy. Every light I can get on, I just buy it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's start off with uh, how you got your name. Where does Mechton come from? So, like, probably, like, I think six years ago now, I used to, like, like my, my dream as, like, a kid was always to do YouTube, right? I wanted to be, like, a content creator or whatever. Okay. I was in, like, this group of friends on, like, Skype where we all, like, the YouTube videos type of thing. I was, like, I don't know, probably nine years old or 11 or something. And... This guy would essentially change his name every single week to something else. He could never stick to the same name. What's but one of the weeks he had the name Mechton. So I straight up stole it from him like a month <laughs> later. And all of his branding, I took all of it because he switched uh, names. And I don't know, I thought it sounded cool. So it was you, different. You took one of your friend's names and now that that is your, your brand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the more interesting ways. Um, yeah. What did he change his name to? Or do you not even remember at this point? I don't remember. He had, like, so many different names. It was just... I don't even know. It was so long ago, too. Okay, okay. Um, And so you said you wanted to be a YouTuber? How How's that mm-hmm. going for you? Like, what process or what are you doing? Are you still on that journey? Yeah, I mean, like... So, like, at first, like, when I was growing up, I really wanted to be a YouTuber because I watched YouTubers, like... Ali A was one of them. I love that guy when he played COD and that sort of stuff. So I'd always watch him. And I kind of want to do something similar. And I mean, I kind of went off that path a bit. Like I wanted to do like other stuff. I got into like graphic design when I was younger. So I wanted to do that. But then I ended up eventually playing Fortnite just randomly because it came out. My friends were playing it um, a couple years or like four years ago now. And then, I mean, from there, I just played the game. I didn't really have much like... I guess, motivation to keep going with content creation. But I kept playing the game because I enjoyed it. And at a certain point, like probably two years ago, I realized that I want to build a brand and kind of, you know, have a higher chance at, at like keep, to keep playing the game, essentially. I'd have to build a brand and do content again. So I kind of got more of a motivation to continue content creation. And I think now that's kind of where I want to go in the future like in the long term i want to do more content creation or be like a streamer type of thing rather than like a pro player so kind of more aligned with what i wanted to do when i was younger type of thing so obviously you've had some success you've qualified for i believe eight out of 15 finals on west um do you qualify for this most recent one yeah okay who are you playing with this season chicken chicken my duo nice i've been playing with them for a long long time Okay, so that's like the duo for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I've been playing. We, I met him in World Cup, and we've pretty much been playing since then. Okay, so yeah. you're not someone that's uh, randomly having new teammates all the time. I can respect that. I like uh, it. Yeah. Um. All right, and so as far as like the content creation side versus the competitive side, right now. At least it seems like a lot of the content is driven by competitive. Like you think of some of the top guys. I mean, even Tifu is now coming back. Like he's very much driven on like the competitive side of zero builds. But, you know, obviously we have people like Clicks that are the largest content creators. So do you have a plan to, 
use the competitive to create content or is that a different plan that you have in your head as far as what you want to do moving forward? I think at the moment for me, it's, it's the easiest for me to make uh, content out of competitive, like, like literally doing anything like from like scrims or just like teaching people things. So that's kind of like my main, like thing I've been thinking about or like what I've been doing. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure what I'd like do besides competitive because like for Fortnite at least there's not a whole lot to do for me besides competitive like I'm not like really into like the casuals kind of stuff as far as that I feel you I'm the same way I enjoy the competitive side and like you look at all the highest viewed videos or like highest search terms it's all how to do this quest how to do that yeah and like, I respect it. You know, that is for somebody, right? Someone is going to be making that content, but I don't think it's going to be you and I based on your response there. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I, there is still that, that room for players to create more in-depth content. Like, I think uh, two people that come to mind are like a Nani or a Queasy. They've a couple of times had that style where it's not just simply here's a highlight of my end games. Here's a highlight of my end games with commentary as to how things go. And I mean, just taking a peek at your YouTube, you have some non like your, your most recent videos, how to get arena points. Yeah. Um, so like that definitely fits, you know, helping people understand the game at a different level. And I'd be interested to know whether you see like, uh, how do you see the competitive side? Like, where do you want to focus as far as that that kind of content? Because you said you want to do competitive, but obviously there's a ton of places that could go. Like, for you, is it simply just playing tournaments, or is it more behind that? Um, I mean, in terms of what I want to do with competitive, or, like, I'm trying to think. Um... I, I guess a better way to word that question is so you want to now shift towards YouTube, right? And you're using the competitive side to drive that. Do you have ideas of things you want to do or how you envision that push for content going? So I think what I want to do like in that retrospect is I wanted to like use my knowledge I've kind of gained and like kind of show like mistakes or like, just like, how do I explain it? Like, I want to make videos essentially, um, just teaching people. That's literally it. It's just like overall education because like I made so many mistakes playing this game. I feel like it's so easy, and I, I like sometimes it takes me forever to learn these mistakes or whatever. So I just want to make it like kind of like simpler and more compact for people to like learn from what like kind of my my mistakes. If that makes sense, it's kind of hard for me to explain because like, I don't have the exact idea yet. Right. And I've been kind of trying to figure out what I want to do for like the last year. I don't really know exactly, but that's kind of like the main idea is I just want to like kind of teach people um, how to do certain things. Okay. Uh, have you asked anyone at Team 33? Because I know speaking to Nani, they've provided him some resources that have helped. Uh, no, I haven't really brought up uh, up to them at all, really. Okay, that might be what you want to do. Try and just have that conversation, see if they could help you out. Um, based on my conversation with him, it seems like they've provided some support. Like, obviously, you got to do your own stuff and create the content, but 
the help is there and it's easier if you can have some people or even just like-minded people someone else on the org that's doing something similar and you just have those chats like yo there's what i plan on doing i know you're doing something similar let's chat about it uh sometimes it gets difficult to have those conversations because you think like you're competitors and you don't necessarily want to share but the more i've learned about youtube the more people doing similar things to you is actually a good thing because then like that's the algorithm right it's creating Mm -hmm. stuff that people want to watch similar to yours so then therefore youtube will be like yo here's mechton here's somebody's gun they're both doing the same things like watch their stuff because you like one of them you should probably like the other um so just a suggestion for you Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, that's definitely something i can do i mean that all those people in there, they show so much support to each other. Like, it's actually kind of crazy. Like, they, they're always having conversations. So, I yeah, I think it's a very good idea. Yeah. You got a, an awesome wealth of uh, knowledge at your disposal. So, take advantage yeah. of it. But I want to go, go back to you as a player and learn a little bit more about how you got started within Fortnite. Um, some people have... You know, they just started playing and then somehow decided to get into competitive. Other people, it's been a long grind. So, you know, how how did you yeah. first start playing Fortnite and when did it finally, like, click to you that you were actually good at the game? So, okay, so I started playing Fortnite, like, around season two. So, like, you know, the, the, the Christmas season. And that was very casual. I was playing with school friends and I was just, like... I was playing the game all day. Okay, like I, I was there. I was <laughs> like after school, get home. It's Fortnite until twelve o'clock, and then I played that for like probably like maybe a year, year and a half. And then eventually, there's a point where it was like FNPL came out, which is like one of the first. No, not, not one of the first. There was a couple of before that, but it was like the main scrim server at the time. So it played that. Wasn't very good at it. It was East Coast. It was like something I didn't try too hard, but I wanted to be involved in it because I wanted to, you know, kind of follow around everybody. Because I watched like, you know, Liquid, uh, all the Liquid Boys, like Chap and them, and they used to play it as well. So I tried to play that. And then after FNPL, it was kind of like shambles. Like there was no, I don't know, there wasn't like too much to do in the game. I was just playing pubs and that sort of thing, trying to get better. And then there's a certain point where it was Scented who made a West Scrim Discord called Westworld. And he was he randomly tweeted. He randomly he, what he would do back in the day is he would follow like a thousand people, and then he'd like get them to go on your um like get me to go on his account. You'll see us up, and he'd unfollow us after. But because <laughs> of that, I found his Discord and I joined his scrim Discord, and it was super super popular. Like this is like the first West Discord that actually was super active. So at that point, I started to scrim. I started to get a bit better and actually play tournaments like Scallywag, um, Blackheart Cup, like Gauntlet, and that sort of stuff. Then a bit after that, that kind of died out. There was West Prac during World Cup. And during World Cup, I decided I really wanted to play when it got announced. Like I wanted to like really qualify. I played so much to try and qualify. Didn't do too hot. <laughs> you know, I wasn't very good back then. Um but yeah, after like as soon as World Cup started, that's kinda like when my competitive drive started. I didn't know I was good. I didn't think I was good. Because I knew I wasn't good. I wasn't like placing very well. Um I was kind of just me skimming money like every once in a while. Um, but after that World Cup, I I watched it with all my friends. Like we're all just sitting on a call, kind of watching World Cup. And all that was motivation to like really, really try and get really, really good at competitive. So as soon as Trio Trio FNCS hit, it was grind time. Like me, it was me, Chicken, and someone else we found. 
that we played all day, all the West Opens, like all the open scrims, hit the VOD reviews, like you hit YouTube, all that sort of stuff, and try to get as like as good as possible. And that was like the first season where I realized that like I have a lot of potential to potentially take this game further. Because I think we made 12, 1,200 each that season, which is pretty good. Because I was like, I think I was 13 at the time, or maybe 14. I'm not okay. sure. I don't remember. So that was like my first like little bit of money I've made. So I, I realized I had potential. So me and Chicken, we continued out through playing after that. Um, it was Winter Royale after that or something. Played Winter Royale, did pretty good. Um, with all that money, I just kept reinvesting it in my setup and stuff because I didn't have you know good stuff. Um, but I think it was right at Solo Invitational, which is the first Grand Finals I qualified for, that I realized, like, I want to, like, try and go pro. Like, actually go pro. Like, actually just, like, do everything I possibly can, you know, put all my time, really make sure, like, I'm focusing on this, do try and, you know, go pro or try to get to where I am today. And that was kind of just, like, my starting point was Invitational. Yeah, and just all the solo events. I was very good at solos. That's, like, that was, like, my calling. So you must be missing out on like all the solo cash cups being gone, yeah. right? Yeah, no, so, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the few people that I, I've spoken to that really like solos. Um, is there any reason oh, yeah. you like solos? I like solos the most because it's all dependent on myself. I don't have a teammate to blame. I don't have, you know, like literally everything in solos all is all up to my skill. So like, I'm doing bad. I know it's not this guy's fault or, you know, we're not playing enough. It's it's literally me. It's like the only thing that I can I can only control. So I found it the easiest to improve at. And I was also just a player who didn't like um what's it called? Big excuses like for solos or like, you know, um it's all RNG, it's all this, blah blah blah. I actually try to understand solos and get better at it. So I feel like that's why I was really, really good at solos and that's like why I enjoy it a lot more than most people. That makes sense. So, like, internalize everything as opposed to putting that blame elsewhere, which then helped you yeah. excel and continue to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as within the game, like, how would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, I, I know you said you like solos, but you know, as far as yeah. FNCS, we've been playing team modes. Like, where to? Where does Mechdin fit in there? So I fit in a diff- like I've played every role. To exist in this game like i've played support hard fragger igl not all but like currently after you know trios i played as a fragger and then as soon as duos made the switch i decided to try an igl because i kind of realized that like i don't have the best mechanics so it's kind of harder for me to become a fragger especially with higher ping than most people so i then realized that i'm gonna try to make the switch to igl to make myself more of like a valuable player like overall for like the like, get a better teammate um because i wasn't playing chicken at the time when i made that switch we kind of split up for a little bit but then when me and chicken got back when me and chicken got back together i started igling again and that's kind of just like the route it's been so far for this chapter at least i've been just, just been trying to like become a better igl um and just fully focusing on getting more knowledge in the game that's kind of how this is kind of how i play now i still am a very solo player at heart like i make a lot of solo plays um which may in some points get my teammates killed but it's just, it's just how I play. I'm trying to get better at it and become more of a team player, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, I mean, that's the first step. At least you're, like, recognizing that. You're not just yeah. like, oh, you know, my teammate's always dying on me. Um, but you're taking that in and saying, oh, no, I sometimes don't play for the person behind me, which I think 
is one of the hardest parts for people to understand, especially as an IGL. Like you're not just building a tarp for you to get through the end game or you're not yeah. creating, finding a path just for you. If your teammate dies on that rotate, that's one, because you didn't choose the right path or two, you didn't build properly in order to protect them, which kind of distinguishes some of the top level players is creating a path for two as opposed to just getting one person through is something that's not easy. It is a very difficult task to accomplish because typically when people see the first person, you know, they know that second person's following behind and you you need to be able to guide a, a second player or calm to them like, hey, this is going to go wrong. Watch your right side. I'm leaving left open. Change layers. Like whatever it may be, it's a constant struggle to either control a layer with your duo, which also takes a lot of effort or just like skate through with your duo, depending on what position you're in. So it's an interesting, uh, place. How, uh, how have you been trying to improve and get better at being an IGL? Um, the main thing that like kind of was a switch between like being a fragger and IGL is I've been viewing a lot more. Like that's just, like my number one thing before I never released a VOD review just cause I was lazy. I thought it was boring. <laughs> but now, now, now that like I actually can like have something to learn from it more, I guess. Um, I find it more enjoyable to VOD review, and I do that a lot more. Like I probably VOD review every day. I like going over my games. I like watching other people a lot more now. Cause I can try. Like I have like a, a goal in mind. Like I want to try and understand why they're doing this or doing that type of thing. So that's like my main thing that I've been doing to improve as an IGL. Cause I was dumb as a rock before like chapter three. <laughs> like I didn't know what I was doing. But like kind of season two. Started to grow a brain a little bit, and I feel like I'm solid. I'm, I know I'm a pretty solid IGL this season as well. Okay, so you said you like to watch your games and other people's games. You have a favorite person you like to learn from. So, my coach doesn't like me watching this person because uh -oh. of their playstyle, but it's Mustache uh, and uh, Malabuka. Okay. Be and the reason he doesn't like me watching them is because somehow they get away with everything. They will play a backside edge zone. Just not even together. They'll be like opposite <laughs> sides of the zone, and they will somehow win the game. It doesn't make any sense. But I love watching those guys. But um, probably besides them, probably just Epic Whale. He's just he's the goat. That yeah. guy. So the, the two people that played together and just won the the gamers eight. That's your favorite uh, yeah, rod review. It's the perfect combo. Well, if only we could have got those freaking vods a shame they're just gone now all we get is the broadcast which i don't even know is available um yeah. but going back to who's your who's your coach who are you working with uh right now i'm with kataz okay if you know who that is yeah i, I do i do how so let me, let me ask you before i ask about him what do you think is helpful about a coach like why did you want to have a coach and like seek out coaching I think it's mainly because, you know, when I was doing those water views, it was kind of a hard time to, for, for me to point out, like, the mistakes I was making. Or, like, like I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, need, like, I'd be able to notice like, a couple of mistakes I'm making, but I don't know, like, how to fix them or why I'm consistently making them. And having a coach kind of, like, solve that problem because they do that for you. And overall, it's just a time saver. Like, I'm saving more time. And when you have a coach that like goes over your games for you and kind of points out things, it makes it easier for me to work on other things besides just simply um, getting smarter. Like I can work on my mechanics more. I have more time to do other things than just simply vaude view all day and 
sometimes even wasting my time. Like before, I could be wasting my time water viewing because I don't know what I'm doing. Like I don't know what mistakes I'm actually making. That makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense, and I I think that's super helpful. It's awesome to hear like what you find valuable in a coach because it could be different from person to person other people may need that coach to help them grind their mechanics or do specific things game planning different things like that but helping you and saving time as far as the vod review and being more specific that's one of the hardest things a lot of people watch vods not a lot of people watch vods purposely and have outcomes that actually help them improve you know it's one thing to just go mm-hmm. watch a vod be like oh yeah we screwed up there yeah just putting that down on paper or on your computer is not helpful like mm-hmm. we screwed up at this moment because we decided to make this choice and this is what we should have done otherwise that is a lot more difficult and takes a lot more effort rather than just simply turning on vods so has Kitaz been like been helpful with that? Do you think he's accomplished what you're looking for? Yeah. So like last season we kind of started working together, like last minute. So like probably like three, four days before Grands, and just like those three to four days, um, what's it called? He like there were so many mistakes that he pointed out I've never like thought about, and it just made like um understanding Endgame so much more like easy for me, and like I have more of a set game plan type of thing. Like, he, he helped me understand a lot of different, like, concepts in the game, especially this season, because I've been working with him for, like, a month and a half now. And it's just made, like, overall, the last month and a half, my life has been ten times easier, and he's made the game ten times more simpler for me. And it's just easier, because if I ever, like, have me like, say, like, man, like, I, I'm pretty sure I DM'd him yesterday after the scrims, like, dude, we suck. And he's like, alright, <laughs> I'll watch the VODs, let me know, or whatever. And then we just hop on a call, you know, figure it out, and then we go again tomorrow. It just makes life way easier. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I'm very appreciative of the love that coaches are starting to get within the scene. I feel mm-hmm. like for the first year or two, it, or first chapter or two, I, I should even say, people kind of saw coaches as like a joke or, you know, I'm too good. Why would I need a coach? But now you see all the top duos, they work with somebody. And the, there's a reason why they're the top duos, because having that third party perspective provides a ton of value and it creates less conflict i believe too because a lot of you guys are very young so it's sometimes yeah. harder to be like yo mecton you made this mistake or you say to your duo you made this mistake and instead of taking it personally you guys are both now working with a coach there's that third party be like no this was actually what happened we should fix this and it's not personal this is just how it has to be um so that that like combination of, of reasons is it's cool to see have you worked with uh, other coaches in the past, or is this the first time? This is the first time for me. Okay. And for for you going into grand finals, we're what, like a week and a half away? Mm-hmm. Do you have a goal set in mind? Like, what what are you trying to accomplish? So, my goal um, is to get top four, and preferably top three, depending on who's in first and second, <laughs> so that I can potentially... Get an invite to Invitational. Okay. That's like my thought process. So that's my goal. Um, I already put it. So Chicken, my duo, has a pet turtle. I already put it on his life that we're getting top five <laughs> at least. So there's really no option for um, failure here. So the, yeah, that's my, that's my goal for this Grands, I think. And I think we're going to do really well. Just because I've fixed most of my issues that I had last season. 
Okay. Hey, you better not let his pet turtle down. That's <laughs> that's gonna be tough. Now you said depending on who the top two are. So like, who do you expect to be those top two? I think either Pars or Epic is winning Grands this season. I feel like Epic will. You know, they're just an overall a good team. They're always gonna do well. But Pars, they are like, even though they do well, I still feel like they're so incredibly underrated. Like they are just Pars as an IGL is such a smart player. And Raze plays his playstyle perfectly with Pars. They're just like, I think they're the best duo in West. So I think either of them could get first or second. Okay. And what about Favs? You feeling? So the problem with Favs is their drop spot, I feel like, this season. Because they don't have like an uncon tilted. Okay. They, they're getting conned. At least for now, they're getting conned in Grands. So I don't see them doing as well. Um, especially because like, during the FNCS qualifiers as well, they weren't performing as well as I thought they would. Compared to last season, at least. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah, interesting. And I'm interested to see how it works out. I've been watching more West recently just because my boy Panda has been putting on the watch party. So yeah. I've been watching, just checking it out. Um, there is definitely a disparity in the, the like top players as opposed to everyone else. Uh, for mm -hmm. the longest time, it was Epic and Arkham. And that was that was it. But now we've seen Arkham fall off, and Epic is hanging out there by himself. It feels like right now. Yeah. Was that while they were on that run, like when they basically won every single FNCS for like a year and a half? Was that motivating for you, or demotivating as a player watching that happen? It was like a bit of both, because like there was like in like the scrims, like during their run when they won every like when they won everything, there was always scrims going on, and a common thing that was said between every West player is like, we're playing for second this season, boys. Like, there's no point <laughs> of even trying harder. Like, they're obviously going to win just because they're so far ahead of every player. But I don't think it's the same anymore. I mean, obviously, Arkham is, I think he's pursuing Valorant or something. And Epic is still here. But I feel like a lot of the players have grown because Epic, Will, Arkham, all those people... Um, they took a break, I feel like. They like they kind of like stopped playing the game. There's a little gap like at the beginning of Chapter 3, which let all these players get ahead and kind of catch up to them a little bit. So, I mean, that's why that's why I think Pars has like, a high chance because that's he's one of those players that like I feel like has caught up so much and improved so much in like two seasons. This guy was like a bottom 500 player, and now he's like probably top 5 NA West, in my opinion. So... Yeah. You're not the That's first person. Uh, that that name's been coming up. Pars and Rays. There's been yeah. a lot of conversation as them being now the best duo on the region. Um, the Snacky and Favs duo was cool, but I think it was almost they relied too heavily on being able to stomp everybody. And yeah. when you can't do that now, is like that skill gap is closed a little bit more. It becomes more difficult for them as. They can't just be that most dominant duo in any lobby. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm interested to to see because it's Epic and Reet, right? That's the duo. Yeah. How do you see them performing? I, I know you said they're probably the top team or one of the top teams, but do you think those two work together? Because typically Arkham would IGL Epic Whale, and like in my opinion, Arkham had zone hacks. Like that dude just yeah. knew the game better than anybody else. Not actually. If anyone's listening, like, no, he was not <laughs> cheating. But for some reason, not some reason, he knew something that most people didn't. Um, mm -hmm. And it was really cool to go back, watch VOD. You just find this guy in the center of zone, like every zone, in the best position. 
Um, but yeah, how do you think Reet and Epic are going to work? Do you even, like, me just asking, do you know who's IGLing and who's doing what? I'm Okay, I don't know exactly, but I'm pretty sure Reet's IGLing because I never, I don't watch them too often play. Um, I, th I think they're going to do good just because, like, I mean, they both have so much experience in Grands. And I think a big thing on West is there's, a there's always a lot of new players that come in to Grands, I feel like, especially, like, recently this chapter. It's, like, the experience that really matters. Like, these players, like, Reet and Epic Whale, they're not going to choke. They don't get nervous. Like, they're, they don't have, like, those outside factors that kind of go into their gameplay. I think for that reason alone, they're going to do better than a lot of people, and that's why they're going to end up like at least top three. I don't see them getting outside of top three. I mean, even just this season, they've been doing good in cash cups. I think they won a cash cup. Um, and they're, they're just... It's Epic Whale and Reet. They're just, they're just, they're just good. Like, <laughs> just how it goes. Yeah, you're right. I have it pulled up right here. They did win the first cash cup of the season. So... Mm -hmm. Definitely had some success early on, and obviously they qualified the same week you guys did. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Is Do you have, like, a favorite player you like to watch? Is there anyone that inspired you back in the day? I know you said some of the Liquid guys, and then now is there anyone you look up to within the scene? You say just on West, or would you say, like, kind of anyway. overall? Um, it's kind of hard to choose, but, like, it was um, scented. But then I stopped watching him so often, just because he doesn't he didn't stream anymore. He used to stream a lot, and I think now it's probably Epic Whale. That's the guy. I just like overall, he's just like he's been there since the start of West. Like like I said before in that Discord Westworld, he was there. He was playing. We're all on the same level. Um, and now that he's up there, it's, it's just kind of like a good person to watch for me, and it keeps me motivated. Like when I watch him or see him play or stream and that sort of stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's a, a very good example of what success can be. It's mm -hmm. actually incredible that he's able to help run a company, be one of the best players on a region, go play with a new duo, win Gamers 8. Like, it, it's absurd, but, you know, some people are just built different like that. So mm -hmm. it's cool to watch. Did you watch the uh, Gamers 8 tournament? I watched the day two, so like the last six games. What'd you think of it? I think it was very interesting. That was the first land I could actually watch and like, like actually like not get bored. Maybe it was because <laughs> I was watching him, but like I'm not a guy who watches Fortnite all the time. I don't watch the Fortnite broadcast. I think I, I start sleeping midway through. But it just I don't know the whole like aspect of the, the arena. You know, everyone in that land. It was just is really entertaining for me at least. I thought it was like enjoyable to watch for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just wondering from like. An outside perspective uh i was lucky enough to be able to go but from mm -hmm. someone watching it at home like did did it feel the same I, obviously you know it's not going to be 100 percent not being able to be there but sounds like it was an enjoyable experience as well hmm. yeah it kind of gave me like those like world cup kind of vibes not uh, like not like up to world cup is world cup was just crazy like that was like the first thing was time but it has like a similar feeling like you see everyone land and you're just like when you're watching that sort of stuff especially if you're you're missing out and you're not able to go there you get like a boost of motivation after watching that stuff you just want to like keep going and it just gives you another reason to keep playing the game or you know try and succeed so you can end up you know being there eventually right so that's another driving factor for getting that top four top three yeah. to get that invite yeah for sure um do you have your passport? Because I think you said you're Canadian, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, I, w I went to my first land this year. 
which was the streamer bowl i got oh, the nice. jersey from nice, nice. That, that was pretty crazy yeah how would you do in that uh listen we don't talk about that but <laughs> realistically it was a charity tournament so i mean it it, it was still like a cool experience but it wasn't like a uh traditional land it was like it wasn't really a crowd but it was pretty sick because i had you know it had like a like it was a crazy broadcast they had all these lights you know like this gigantic field in the middle it was like sponsored by the nfl so they had all these football players there too it was definitely had that like similar feeling without the crowd okay but it was definitely a good experience and i feel like even after dreamax sweden i i swear like a lot of people get nervous at land I am less nervous at land than I am in a solo cash cup, like at my house. I don't know what it is about it, but somehow I'll be shaking against I don't know who, like Batman, it's Jirian on Soul Arena. But when I go to Sweden and I'm fighting Tayson, like I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm just chilling. I'm just like, all right, I'm here, I'll play, whatever. Hey, some so, people just built different. Yeah, literally. You're just there for the moment. I respect that. All right, and so. That's a lot of competitive. We, I feel like we just talked about competitive yeah. for a while. But for you, like, what's next? Do you Have you set goals for yourself beyond just this grand finals? I, I know you mentioned content. Um, do, is there any plans for you for the future? Um, In terms of the future, I mean, I don't even know, to be honest. Like, I don't know what I'm doing next month. But <laughs> my, my, my goal, like, overall, like, along is just to be able to do this as long as possible. I'm only 16. I still have school. I still have a while to like keep doing it to like try and make it into something big. But if I were to make it into something big, I think it would, I want to like end up being a streamer eventually by the end of it. Just like kind of find something I like doing on there. Maybe move aside of competitive eventually. I mean, who knows? I still enjoy the game a lot. Um, I feel like eventually I will move on from the game. And if I ever do, when that do when that does happen, I'll probably continue to stream and try to make content from something else. But, that, yeah, that's probably my overall main goal. I'm not sure if I want to be a YouTuber, but I think streaming is really enjoyable for me. Nice, nice. And if you guys are watching, you can check out his stream. It's uh, Mechton underscore on Twitch. Uh, you stream pretty often, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, check him out if you want. The other thing is you're still young, bro. The fact that you've started doing this as young as you are gives you a major leg up on a lot of people uh you've Mm. had success both competitively you're signed to an organization you've made content like that is huge to be able to do it for someone your age i mean i remember back when i was 16 i had no idea what the heck i wanted to do nor had like any ambition yeah i'd work on on a beach and relax and chill but you know this is a cool opportunity for you because everything you do now can help build uh, you as a brand if you want to continue to pursue that in the future. So keep doing it if you want to. If if not, hey, you're 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 still young. You can do whatever the hell you yeah. want. Uh, have you thought about anything outside of this? I know you just said this is kind of the goal, but if there wasn't, like, say you could do anything you want in the world outside of gaming, what would that be? Okay, I, I don't know if, like, anything out in the world, but, like, something I would, like, want to do, potentially, let's say, like, it would, like I, I didn't have gaming or whatever, um, a big thing for me would be probably, uh, like, entrepreneur, I don't know, I don't know the word, but, like, I want to be, like, an entrepreneur, or, like, create a company, I feel like that would be, like, pretty fun or interesting, even if I end up having to go bankrupt with the worst company ever, <laughs> but, like, 
I feel like that overall would be a good experience, something I'm interested in. If there wasn't like any gaming or anything, I wasn't streaming, that sort of thing. Um, besides that, I don't really know. I've had like a bunch of things. Like at first, like my plan was, you know, play Fortnite till I'm 18, then go to school, computer science. And then I realized I'm not very smart for physics and math, so I'm not doing that anymore. And I just, I've, I've had my ideas like all over the place, so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm just riding the wave. <laughs> I'm just going. I can respect that. You know, you can be an entrepreneur within this space. Uh, you know, creating content, building a brand, cr creating a company, selling merch, like that is all something very achievable for you. Uh, if that's something you have as a goal and even if you just want to try it, you know, give it a, a good old college kid or I guess high school kid try for you. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you probably will fail, but at least you get to try like that is yeah. something that most people don't even try and do. Um, and just that attempt is better than 99% of people within this world. So if you want to do it, go for it, bro. Don't mm -hmm. let failure hold you back. Uh, it's less scary than a lot of people make it seem, seem to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any other questions for you. Is there like anything you got top of mind that you're thinking? Oh, I guess you know we could talk about the org. We kind of mentioned it a little mm -hmm. bit. I always like to to give a shout out to some of the orgs within the space because um, it seems like we're in good good spot right now as far as Fortnite orgs. So mm -hmm. you know, tell me about your experience with Team Thirty Three and how long you've been there. What's all going on with that? So, um, actually, the end of this month, I would have been like on the thirty first. I'll be with Team Thirty Three for a year. I'm the I'm the oldest member on the team. Um, but I mean, overall, like literally joining Thirty Three was like that, like kind of like spot and like me playing where I've like, I'm like okay, like you know all these other people my age, right? They're getting like part time jobs or you know making other revenue. Like okay, I can like I'm kind of like them now. I make money from this <laughs> what, like, what I like to do, and like Team Thirty Three overall, like. That, like, the first, like, four months, it was just unreal. My experience was crazy. My mom was freaking out <laughs> because, like, all these different things I was doing. Like, I, I used to do, like, all these streams where they, like, um, give up money for, like, Zone Wars type of thing. Oh, I, I remember those. Yeah, you yeah, used the, to the, be on the, the glitch miss or yeah. whatever it was called. I forget what it was called. So I used to do those. And, I mean, overall, like, it's just a great group of people. Like, every, like the management, all the players, we all like each other. You know, there's no there's no beef in the general chat like other orgs have been on <laughs> people are arguing uh -oh. like overall i i don't know it's just been a great experience especially when i when we went to sweden like that was just crazy and surreal to me that i get to go to sweden and they're gonna cover all of it for all the players so we all got to go and just have that experience and it's even cooler because we all like we're kind of like in a group we all went and do, did stuff together and we all got to know each other more and it's definitely a cool experience so say overall i mean I don't think I got ever dreamed to be on any other Oregon 33. It's just like they're kind of like a family and they've had me for so long. And I hope I get to continue to stay as long as I don't suck in the, <laughs> in the f near future. Um, but yeah, besides that, I don't know. It's just overall been great. Love all the guys there. And I can't thank them enough for all the stuff they do for us. Nice. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, I've had some. I, I did their very first Fortnite tournament as a caster. Yeah. Uh, it was Captainy versus who won that? Uh, Kenny's wasn't it Kenny's? No, or, or no, 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 no. It was um, I know his name. Notch uh, was that who won? No, no, no. no. I, he won like forty grand, right? That's thirty-three thousand dollars. Thirty-three thousand. It was Weston. 
that's it yes i don't think he even plays anymore (laughs) no he does not he quit a long time ago oh that was the most wild thing out of nowhere i get some random dm from this dude like yo we're trying to start this org and we're we're putting together a tournament at first it was like three point three thousand dollars i'm like yeah sure whatever i'll cast it (laughs) and then like after the kid wins they're like, yeah, actually, just kidding. We're giving you a $33,000 contract. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? And, for yeah. the, like, it was so wild to me. Um, I, I've chatted a couple times. They've asked me to, like, do work for you guys, doing, like, uh, viewing parties and stuff. But, unfortunately, I'm not available for this grand finals. Otherwise, I would have definitely done that. Um, good people, though. I mean, the fact that they've been around for at least a a year and a half, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think it was last spring that I did the uh, the first tournament. It's a long time in Fortnite. <laughs> not yeah, not yeah. too many people last that long. It's, like when like it was kind of on the come up. Like I remember me and my friends, we all saw that. Like that like the guy went thirty three thousand. Like we're in, like no chance. <laughs> but the history of West Coast Fortnite org, there are no chance that nobody's getting thirty three thousand dollars from an org i think our i think the logo back then was like rainbows and stuff and i had like all this like this branding it was crazy branding and there's like no chance but then like i don't know like what was it probably four months after that started signing all these players and then i got signed and then you know on the way like to like probably to like this year everyone on twitter i cannot get a break i was getting added in so many things saying team three is a scam it's gonna end in two months all these different things but you know it just it ended up working it was one of those orgs that ended up working out and that's not very common on the West Coast. I think I've been scammed six times. No on way. Fortnite orgs. Yeah, I've been on a lot of orgs. They got it off my Gamepedia page, though. I got them to take all of them off. <laughs> okay. I was in so many. Six times? Bro, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Who are they? What six do we have here? Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> there's one called CLST. It was, it was like Celestial. Uh, they had a couple players that were known. Um, I joined... I don't even know how much they owe me. I don't know. I joined like like a day, and it ended a week later, and then he gave me any money. I was like, all right, whatever. And, you know, <laughs> go next. <laughs> and then I don't even know. I don't even remember what was before that. There was some other team. I can't put my name on it, or like, like I don't remember the name. Scammed me for. I mean, I wasn't even worth that much back then, but this scammed me like a couple, couple hundred dollars. And then the four teams before that wasn't really scammed. I say it just ended. Like it was just over. Like they like I was on RBK um okay that ended that was my first big org like actual organization the rbk academy that ended and then i joined a team called pure um it was pretty big back then they had like snacky and all those type of people on it yeah i remember um, them that ended <laughs> and then there was another team uh, viable that ended as well and I don't even know, man. And then actually, the team after I joined that Celestial team or CLST, it actually ended after before I left or no after I left. So like it was honestly it was it was a shaky road and like it was like a curse. People like people were literally tweeting at me on Twitter like whatever, don't sign this guy because he's gonna end your team. And there's like people are saying it's probably the seventh time in a row with 33. I'm like no no no, not happening this time. Yeah, for real. <laughs> don't sign Mechton if you want your your Fortnite org to stay around. Doesn't yeah. sound like it works. <laughs> oh man, that is um quite the story. You you, uh, I I mean I guess you don't have much to lose, essentially if you're just joining them and trying it out. 
RBK is a an old name. I I haven't heard yeah. that in a long time. That's like uh, World Cup days, pretty much. Yeah, back they then. had what Germ. I think this guy his name was, or I don't know who else they had. But I remember Germ. That was one of their players. Yeah, Arab was some, on you, there. Yeah, that's how like um, what's it called? Now you mentioned Arab. That's the I got like he coached me back in like uh season seven uh last chapter and that's actually how i got majority of my viewers and majority of my followers because i knew him from the academy and while i was on the academy he's on the main team he's like i need someone i need west player to coach like let me know so then we played and he said i'm his favorite player to ever coach in competitive fortnite and i was like all right that works with me (laughs) let let me bring in the viewers i I started (laughs) averaging like like 150 viewers for like a week and then they realized i'm all boring so then they left Whoa. It is what it is. Just tell them the stories about how you uh, end orgs, the org ender. Yeah, yeah. I'll just go over them every stream. Yeah, uh, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, RBK was interesting because they had like some EU players, like Left Eye. That's yeah. a, a name I hadn't heard in a while. And then uh, who else? Oh, Germ. Yeah, Germ is another one too. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm sure that's not the most like memorable situation for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I hope you learn from that, right? Like understand mm-hmm. who you're working with before you get into business or partnerships with them. Yeah, for sure. Nice, nice. All right. Now let's wrap this up. I got two questions for you. I know you said that uh, you listened to one of these. So you yeah. might be prepared for one of these two questions. So first of all, what is your favorite Fortnite skin? Favorite Fortnite skin, probably Aura. Okay. I, I like I don't wear it all the time, but like I've worn it like off and off for like three years. Like I don't even remember. But yeah, that's probably my favorite. All right, cool. And secondly, where can people find you? What are you gonna be up to? And you know, shout yourself out, bro. So everyone can find me on my Twitter, just at Mecton. And the only early other social I use is TikTok, which is also at Mecton, and Twitch, which is Mecton underscore. Uh, I stream almost every day. I try to. Um, play scrims, you know, do all that stuff. And yeah, just vibe out, trying to get better, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And that is uh, M-E-C-H-T-O-N. That's how you spell Mecton. I'm sure there's a number of ways you could think about it. If you're watching the YouTube video, it's down below his name. If you're on Spotify, it is in the description. You can find his Twitter. I'll link it there. But thank you so much for joining me, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, this is awesome, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Now I need to work on getting my setup looking as clean as yours (laughs) because I just have blank walls and one picture. But anyway, uh, (laughs) thank you, everyone, for listening or watching. I appreciate it. As always, if you have any complaints, you want to tell me this is another awesome episode. If you have suggestions, (laughs) anything like that, uh, I am Somebody's Gun. You can find me on Twitter. Thank you all. I really appreciate it, and we will see you next time.